You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Talking about foundation, in fact, meron, meron ako alam. Alam nyo ba yung Leaning Tower of Pizza? Oh, Leaning Tower of Pizza ang alam ninyo. Hindi, Leaning Tower of Pizza. Okay, this one, this one. Nakita niyo kung paano nag-recline at saka nag-tilt yan? Parang babagsak na, di ba? In fact, I'll give you some, a few facts about it. The Leaning Tower of Pisa, it was built for two decades. 11, 70, uh, 73 hanggang 1372. Ganon nila katagal yan, ano? Uh, itinayo. Of course, medyo na halt-halt ng kuminsan sa gitna because they met some challenges in it, on it. Pero talagang nahirapan sila. In fact, yung tower daw na yun is approximately, it weighs, no? It weighs approximately 14,500 tons. 14,500 tons. But the thing is, yung ground foundation niya, kung saan siya nakatayo, alam niyo kung ano. It is founded on sand, clay, at saka yung mga deposits near the river. Isipin niyo yun, kung gano'ng kalambot yun. Napunta na ba kayo sa mga lake? Tapos di ba, ang lambot nung ano? Yung 14,500 tons na yun, nakalagay yun dun sa shaky foundation. At alam niyo kung gano'ng ka, di ba pagka mag, ano, pag, when you build a, a house or whatever, a build, a tower, di ba, you dig up. Di ba? Sige na. Oo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Alam niyo kung gano'ng kalalim yung, ano, yung foundation niya? The foundation is only 3 meters. Ganon yun. Kaya talagang, talagang, isipin mo, pagka nandun ka, marating naglalakad ka na kaganon. <laughs> Ang hirap ka. <laughs> Di ba? Aakyat ka. <laughs> Ang hirap ka. In fact, ganito, kasi yung engineer na gumawa nito, the historian says, the book says, no? Nakakala mo, alam na alam ko, ginugal ko lang naman ito. Pero <laughs> yung mga, yung mga, ano, sa history, sinabi nila, I won't mention the name, the engineer actually who oversaw this project is not really an, an, an expert in this field. Hindi siya expert. Kaya sinubukan niya, sinubukan niyang ayusin ngayon yung, ano, yung leading tower pisa. Kaso ito nangyari, at one point, it tilted the other way around. It tilted the other way around at one point. Kaya ngayon, ang ginawa nila, in 1964, a group of historians, uh, engineers, talagang nagsama-sama yung mga experts, and they tried to make a temporary measure. And what they did is they placed a counterweight, a leaden counterweight. Nakikita nyo yung picture na yan? Kung baka nakatungkod na lang siya para hindi na tumuloy. It's really hard if you don't have a firm foundation. In fact, hindi lang naman yung leading tower of Pisa ang ganyan. Doon sa region of Pisa, marami pa. Ang dami mga buildings, ang dami mga towers. In fact, there was this uh, uh, in 19, 1900s na siya. The leaning tower of Sir Hussain surpassed the reclining or the tilting of the leaning tower of Pisa. Mas, mas nakayuko pa siyang ganun. And until this day, experts have been trying to fix every tower, every building. But here's the thing. Without shaky foundation in the 
town, in, in the region of Pisa, the question is, can they do it? Can they do it? Now, we are in our series called Redefined. 15 weeks na po. No? And uh, kung uh, ito na po ang pinakahuling araw, this is the 16th week. Kung natapos nyo, congratulations! <laughs> Nakumpisa po tayo nito katapos pa lang ng summer at ngayon po ay magpapasko na. Okay. <laughs> Kaya kung, hindi, kung may mga na-miss out kayo, you, you just download the Victor Alabang uh, podcast and you can listen to it. Alright? And you know what? With all of these things, we're gonna talk about the, the parable that Jesus spoke when He ended the Sermon on the Mount. We're gonna talk about the two builders. Okay? Now, I'd like to like request you to bring out your Bibles, okay, and put it on Matthew chapter 7, verse 24 to 29. Matthew 7, 24 to 29. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house. But it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. Now, verse 26. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the, on the sand. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and, the beat, uh, and it beat against that house and it fell. And great was the fall of it. And when Jesus finished these sayings, the crowds were astonished at his teaching. For he was teaching them as one who had authority and not as their scribes. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for your word. God, I pray that your word, that the preaching of the word will be anointed by you, Holy Spirit. I pray that it will not just be informational, but it will be relational. That it would draw us nearer to you. Holy Spirit, use my mouth, speak your word, and I deflect all the glory to you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Since we were talking about these, okay, Matthew 7, 24 to 29. Alam niyo po, very, parang ano siya, may parallelism siya. It's a, a parable actually. Kung mapapansin niyo yung verses 24 and 25, and then 26 and 27, very few words lang yung pagkakaiba. In fact, in verse 24 and verse 26, it goes like this. Everyone who hears hear these words of mine. Okay? The word of God. Now, I'm going to have this pit stop here, but I'm not really going to make it big. Okay? But I'm going to uh, establish a premise about the word of God. I'm going to tell you something about the word of God uh, with so many things about it. Number one is that the word of God... Is God's very words. Wow, profound naman <laughs> But here's the thing. Here's the thing. When you say that it's God's very words, it, it means hindi ito suggestion. Hindi ito narinig kung kanino lamang. Si Lord mismo ang nagsabi nito. Hindi ito third party information. Hindi ito parang binasa mo lang. It is, very, it is the very words of God. In fact, in 2 Timothy 3.16, saming ganon, all scripture is God-breathed. Can you raise up your Bibles? Come on. Raise up your Bibles. 
the Bibles that you're holding, it does not contain the Word of God. It is the Word of God. Are you with me? Okay, now, aside from that, okay, aside from the Word of God being God's very words, the Word of God is a living Word. Living Word. What do I mean when you say it's a living Word? That means to say it interacts with you, it pierces through your hearts, it talks to you, it's relational. Diba? In fact, in Hebrews 4.12, it says that for the Word of God is and sharper than any two-edged sword. It pierces through the hearts. It's alive. God speaks to you. Can you say this? God speaks to me. Kasi kung minsan, pagka nakarinig na tayo ng preaching, pagka nagbasa na tayo ng Bible, ay naku, pagka nakarinig tayo ng preaching, naku, buti na lang, pastor, sinabi mo yan. Katabi ko yung asawa ko, buti, marinig niya. <laughs> o kaya naman, nagbabasa tayo ng scripture, tapos, ah, yes, Lord, thank you. Tamang-tama ito sa, para sa victory group member ko. May problema yun eh. <laughs> Parang, ang ti- kumisa nagbabasa tayo ng Bible para sa ibang tao. Well, true it may seem to be that God may use you. But when you read and hear God's Word, it speaks to you and me first. Again, it speaks to you and me first. That means to say that God said this to you. God is saying this to us, okay, God will say this to us again. Again? Di, di ba kung minsan, nakabasa ka na ng scripture, tapos dun sa context ng sitwasyon mo na yun, iba ang dating ng scripture na yun. Tapos after a year, nabasa mo ulit, nagmi-minister sa'yo in a different way again. Why? Because it's living and active. Now, here's another thing. Because it is the Word of God, it is our, it's our Father speaking to us as a child, okay? To our Father, He expects us to do His Word. In fact, James 1.22, it says here, Be doers of the Word and not hearers only. Hindi yung parang narinig natin, tapos hindi na, pababayaan na lang natin. Para bang ano, para bang ang dami, pwede tayong ano eh, pwede tayong kunyari, nasa service, umaaten tayo every week, tapos yeah, amen, Woo! hallelujah. Pero paglabas natin doon, nakalimutan na natin. Para ka lang nanood ng sine, tapos wow, ang ganda ng palabas. Tapos pagkatapos nun, wala na, na uh, nagtrabaho ka na, pumasok ka sa skwela, hindi naapektuhan yung buhay mo. Parang nanood ka lang ng sine. Parang magandang kwento lang. Parang bedtime story lang. No. God is telling us, do not just be hearers, be doers of the word. Now, here's the question. Can we do it? Can we do it? Because God requires us to be obedient to His word. In fact, Ephesians, okay? Chapter 2, verse 10. Sabi ganun dito, For we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. 
we are to do God's work. Now, this does not mean that we are justified by good works. This means that we are created for good works. We are saved by grace, created for good works. Are you with me? Now, as we go through, we are saved by grace. That means to say, when we do the word of God, it is only by His grace. Roger was saying this a while ago. It is only because of Jesus Christ that we can do God's work. And upon, sabi niya ganun, diba? I am the way, the truth in the life. He is the way. When you say that He is the way, He's not just the door. Hindi yung pagkapasok mo dun sa pintuan, dun ka na matutulog, dun ka na iinom, dun ka na mananahalian, dun ka na, nandun ka na, dun ka mag-aara. Hindi. Di ba papasok ka? Maglalakad ka? It's a path, it's a way. He is the way. That means to say, God wants us to be molded to His character. Here's the question. Can we do it? There's a parable that the parable that we that, that we read a while ago. Jesus taught us that both houses that were built went through storms. Tama ba? Pareho, pareho. The two builders built a house and it both of them, both of the houses went through the storms. Now, contrary to the thinking and the mindset that usually storms are, it doesn't do anything but bad things. Wala, naninira talaga. Pagdating ng storm, sinisira talaga ang ano, ang kung ano-anong bagay. But you know what? In truth, storms can do good things. It does good things as well. Sabi ko ng mga scientists, thunderstorms, it clears the atmosphere in the sky. Oh yeah. In fact, yung mga rainstorms, it waters the plants. It waters the trees in the fields. In fact, it, it balances the ecosystem. Paano na lang kung walang ulan, di ba? Isipin nyo na lang yan. You know what? Saying all of these things, kung storms ang pinag-uusapan sa buhay naman natin, ano naman ang storms? Ano, what do we mean by storms when it comes to our lives? You see, both, both builders built houses. Both builders were able to build the house. That means to say what? Both of them were competent. Both of them had the skill. Both of them were intelligent to build. They were enough. They were skilled enough. So that means to say, going through storms is not about being intelligent or skillful. But the question is, are you be the one who is foolish or are you going to be the one who is wise? Now, what are the storms in our lives? You see, parang sasabihin mo, Lord, nag 9 and 11, 9, 11, one music team ako, 3 and 5, ako ay nag-usher, tapos 7 p.m., ako po ay nasa harapan, nag-prayer uh, nag, team po ako, omnipresent na po ako sa, ano, sa church. <laughs> Pero bakit nakakancer yung nanay ko? Lord, talagang lahat ng kakayanan ko, binibigay ko sa'yo. Nagsisilbi ako sa, ano, sa nanay ko, sa lahat, sa boss ko, pero nawala ang trabaho ko. Lord, panay ako. Panay ang tithes ko, panay ang offering ko. Okay ako, I'm very generous, but why am I having financial lack? 
Why? In fact, Lord, basa ako ng basa ng Bible. Hindi lang yun. Nagpa-foundations classes ako. In fact, maganda yun. Maganda yun. Huwag natin ititigil yun. Yung mga discipleship journey natin. Pero Lord, in spite and despite of all these things, bakit yung grades ko? It's failing. Lord, mahal na mahal ko kayo yung relasyon ko. I'm really, really, really nourishing it with the Word of God. Pero yung relationship ko sa aking boyfriend o sa aking girlfriend, hindi na nourish nag-break up kami. Ito pa isa niyan. Kung kanyari, Lord, hindi, na, hindi naman ako nagko-compromise. Kahit na sila, kung ano-ano na ginagawa sa business, ako naman, eh, talagang tama yung pag-handle uh, pag, uh, uh, ko ng business, pag-manage ko ng business, pero I'm having business losses. Lord, bakit naman ako? Grabe, papunta na nga ako ng church, nagkaroon pa ako ng flat tire. Lord, naku, uh, I lost in Minecraft. <laughs> No, pero the reason why I'm saying all of these things is because every person, every individual have their own context and have their own situations in life that they go through storms. A teenager may not have a storm about income, finances, but his storm is his grades. His challenges is grades. Yung mga iba nga, yung Minecraft. So iba-iba talaga. Iba-iba. In fact, promise ito ni Lord. John 16.33, it's a promise of God. You know what it is? In the world, you will have tribulation. Promise ni Lord yan. Lahat tayo, we will go through tribulation. And then we are supposed to do the word of God? Here's the question. Can we do it? Can we do it? You see, to be able to go through the storms of life, we need a foundation. We need to have a foundation. But I tell you something that is truthful, something, something that is realistic to all of us. All of us are standing on a foundation. But the question is, What is our foundation? You see, our values are founded, our decisions are founded, our emotions are founded, our esteem is founded. founded. But what is that foundation? That's the question. What is that foundation? Now, sometimes we tend, a lot of times we tend, and I'm speaking to myself, kahit po ngayon, ako po ay nagsasalita sa inyo, pinipreach ko rin to sa sarili ko. Sometimes, we make our own foundations in life. Man-made foundations. Man-made foundations. We try to create fabricated saviors. And, you know, we, we create gods by ourselves. I, I'll make it more clear. Minsan, ang foundation ng buhay natin, feelings. <laughs> feelings. E paano yan? Kung kunyari, biglang naging malungkot ka di wala na rin yung foundation ng buhay mo. Nawala na rin ang buhay mo. Pagka masaya ka, ang sarap magpuri sa Panginoon. Pagka malungkot ka, You are the strength of my life, Lord. You... <laughs> paano na lang yan kung nakabase sa buhay mo, sa feelings ang, ano, ang foundation mo? O kaya naman, paano naman kung kunyari, kultura or culture, 
ang foundation mo, you make culture as a foundation. Eh, wala eh. Kasi naman, naman sila nag-under the table. Mag-under the table na rin ako. Kultura naman yun eh. Talagang ganun rin yun. Talagang nakokopyahan naman talaga sa, ano, eh, sa, sa, sa klase. Eh, okay lang. Norm yan. Norm yan. Eh, kung kunyari, biglang, ano yun nasa likuran natin? Yung, yung Reynaline bus, di ba? Mayroong ano dyan, may, may bus dito. Tapos nakapila ka. Eh kaso ngayon, nasa telepono ka. Tapos biglang may kumat sa yung ganun, sa pila. Ano ngayon ang gagawin mo? Sasabay ka ba sa kultura? O sasabihin mong, God bless you? <laughs> o hindi, sasabunutan mo, te, 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 tao po ako, te, gusto niyo matikman ang werpa ng aking kamao. Ha, maalaman mo kung sino lodi dito. Ha? ha. <laughs> ang hirap eh paano pa ngayon kung kanyari ang ginawa mong fundasyon charm is relationships ayan oh di ba hindi para sa ta- para sa lahat ito no? <laughs> nakita ko lang siya o, o kaya si Ann o kaya si Shawi o kaya si uh, Fe si Susan o, kunyari meron akong kilalang Susan tsaka Fe <laughs> anyway o kaya paano kung relasyon ang pinag-usapan natin dito doon nakabase ang ano mo ang, ang, ang foundation ng buhay mo ang hihirap nun pre kasi alam mo kung anong nangyayari nun pagka relationship pagka tao ang pinagbabasihan ng buhay mo ito sabihin ko sa'yo the truth is you and me as you being human beings, we all fail. And when we depend on somebody else, on a person, as good as your family, as good as your friend, your spouse, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, but if you will base your life and having your life founded on relationships, Eh, paano na pagka nagkaaway kayo? Hindi ka na magka-quiet time. Hindi ka na rin masaya. Wala ka ng gana. Ang hirap, di ba? In fact, paano kung work? What if you make work as a foundation? Okay, sige. Ito, talagang lahat ng gagawin ko para makapagtrabaho ako. I will go abroad for three years and have $2,000 a month. I mean, I have nothing against that. I mean, it's really good to earn money, right? But the love for money can be, it is really dangerous, okay? But for the well-being, for the well-being of, uh, of your family, iisipin mo rin, pera o ba yung, ay na, pera o yung pamilya, di ba? Ay, kailangan mabalansi mo. Hindi puro trabaho. Because your family needs you. Your brother needs you. Your friend, your spouse needs a company. Okay, now what if, kunyari, image naman. Image ang foundation mo. Okay, image, talaga puro ka foundation. Di ba? <laughs> Di ba? Kilay is life. Para sa mga babae. <laughs> Ay, parang kung image kayo ng ano mo. Dati, naka-iPhone 6 ka. Wow! <laughs> ah, may iPhone 6 ako. Eh, lumabas ang S8. So, wow, iipon ka na naman para sa S8. Eh, tapos para, palabas naman ngayon ng iPhone 8. Hanggang sa hirap na hirap ka. Bakit? Kasi, ano, pinoprotektahan mo yung image mo. Ang hirap kaya nun. Kailangan yung mga babae dito. Di ba, kailangan naka-LV parati yung bag natin. Di ba, hindi pwedeng LV-LV. LB kasi lumang bag. LB yung Louis Vuitton. 
Ang hirap kaya nun. Eh, lalo na pa kayo yung achievement mo, yung reputation mo, career mo, yun ang pinagdependihan uh, ng buhay mo. Sige, aral pa. Sige, aral pa. Kakaya na ko talaga yung karir ko, bubuwiin ko. Pero hindi ka na nakaka-attend ng church. Hindi ka na nakakapag-victory group. Aral pa, aral pa. Sige, karir pa. Yung reputasyon ko, kailangan maayos. Nakakapagod. Kasi may ine- may, ang iniisip mo, may ine-expect naman ang tao sa'yo. Kanina, may ine-expect ka sa tao. Ngayon, may ine-expect ang tao sa'yo. What more? Kung barkada ang naging foundation ng buhay mo. Wow. Go with the flow ka na lang. Kasi bakit? Pagka hindi ka pumunta doon, KJ ka. KJ ka. Eh, paano kung kunyari nag-inuman sila, sasama ka na rin? Paano pagka nag-sigarino sila, sasama ka na rin? Paano pagka nag-vape sila, sasama ka na rin? Although, hindi naman, wala naman talaga nakalagay sa Bible na bawal yan eh. Pero, ang, sasabihin ko lang sa inyo, your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. There is no statement that with all those three that I mentioned. But the thing is, if it destroys your body, you are destroying the temple of the Holy Spirit. Okay? I want to make that clear. Okay. So, again, you know what? I'll, I'll tell you the truth. All of these man-made foundations are actually idols. Okay, Lodi, Lodi. Buti na lang, alam nyo, walang oldie dito, ha? Lodi, meron. Okay. Uh, idols. Ang hirap niya. If you're gonna base your foundation on your performance, that's idolatry. In fact, performance-based foundation leads us to idolatry instead of realizing the grace of God in our lives. Hindi kaya ko to, kaya ko to. Hindi, hindi mo kaya. Grace lang ni Lord ang kailangan mo. Tama po ba? Now, if, this would, if it's gonna be based on performance, Christianity has become to be being Christianese. You know what Christianese is? Parang Hainanese. Hindi. Ang Christianese is like, you know, instead of uh, you're trying to be Christian-like rather than Christ-like. Kailangan makita nila ako nakangiti kasi ano eh, nasa victory na ako. Kailangan Christian-like na ako. Malapit na festival mo, pababa na ako, kailangan nakangiti na ako. May, alam mo may smiling template ka. Di ba? It becomes about you. Christianity has become about us. But I'll tell you the truth. You don't see this out of love. That is not Christianity. That's idolatry. That's idolatry. In fact, Paul Washer, Paul Washer, it's, he said that if you want to follow Jesus because He will give you a better life, that's idolatry. Follow Christ for the sake of Christ because He is worthy. I mean, you don't follow Christ because syempre, meron ako makukuha. Hindi. Hindi. We, kasi kumisan tayo, kumisan nag-iisip natin, naku, yung asawa ko, para bumait yan, kailangan ma-born again. Di ba? O kaya, may, nalal, may naliligaw sa uh, uh, may naliligaw sa'yo, born again Born again ko to. What do I mean to say in here? What I mean here is that you're making Christ as a means to an end. 
it's good that the, that the person will change when he meets Christ, but that's only the byproduct of him encountering the glory of God in his life. That's the end point. The end point of everything is Christ. Anything that comes between you and God is an idol. I said this before, and I'm going to say it again. Anything that you cannot give up to God when He asks this from you is an idol. You see, sometimes we have this, uh, we, we have this creeping philosophy that Christianity has become about us being satisfied rather than God being glorified. In fact, there's this imbalanced philosophy that's called Christian hedonism. Christian hedonism. Oh, sorry, I've got to say this. Sabi ka ni John Calvin, for what, uh, what is idolatry if not this? We worship the gifts in place of the giver himself. We worship the created instead of the creator. And it's so dangerous. Kumisan, di ba? Wow, iPhone 8. Balik ako sa iPhone 8, no? Hindi naman ako nagpro-promote. Wow, bagong telepono na lang. Bagong telepono. Thank you, Lord. Pagkatapos na, thank you, Lord, mo na yun. Lana, nag-download ka ng apps, tapos pinag-aralan mo na, na wala ka na ng oras, hindi ka na matawag sa, ta- sa, sa dinner table, wala na, hindi, wala ka ng oras na, uh, ano, sasama ka ba sa service? Hindi, hindi na ako sasama sa service kasi naman pwede ako mag-podcast dito sa bago kong phone. Wala na. It produces an idol. Sometimes the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, and sometimes he uses the blessings that God gave us. Sana pagka kumakanta tayo dito, binigyan ka ng skill, kunyari sa music team, no? pagka binigyan ka ng skill, more than masabi ng tao na, uy, ang galing-galing niya kumanta, sana sabihin ng tao, naku, ang galing-galing naman ni Lord na binago yung buhay na kumakanta doon. Talking about Christian hedonism, okay. Christian hedonism is an imbalanced philosophy that states, God is most glorified in us when we are most satisfied in Him. That means to say, Ginawa mong ATM si Lord. And, uh, we make a God out of what we take pleasure in. You know, kala natin si Lord na yung foundation natin. No, 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 no. That is not making God as our foundation. We are making an idol out of ourselves. We need to have a strong foundation. And you know how to build a strong foundation? Bipuba, when you build a house, you dig up. But before you dig up, when you dig up, while you're digging up, you should tear up every foundation that exists. Every man made foundation that exists has to be. Taken away. The question is, can we do it? Can we do it? The question is, can we do it? I'll tell you the answer. The answer is, no. We can't do it on our own. We need a Savior. Choices should be pre-decided in Jesus Christ. Decisions should be pre-decided and pre-founded in Jesus Christ. That before any storms that may come your way, the issue is not about the storm. It's not an issue anymore. Why? Because I'm founded on the rock of salvation. 
And that is Jesus Christ. In fact, storms reveal the depth of our relationship with Jesus. Di ba? Pagka kunyari, nagbigay ka ng pressure, kunyari, toothpaste. Pagka, uh, yung, ano, yung, yung toothpaste, okay? Pagka pressure mo, anong lalabas? Suka. Hindi, di ba? Ang lalabas, toothpaste talaga. So meaning to say, kung ano talaga yung, kung ano yun? It reveals, storms reveal our foundation. And talking about yung depth of our relationship, kunyari kayo, pagka meron kang pangangailangan, nagkaroon ka ng problema, kanino ka lalapit? Di ba doon sa close mo? Pupunta ka ba sa, sa isang stranger? Hindi. You don't go to a stranger. You go to somebody that you are related with and it speaks a lot of your relationship with that person. Same thing. When we get through storms, it will really bring out our strong, who our strong found, who our foundation is. In First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 11, it says, For no one can lay a foundation other than which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. There is no such thing that, the, uh, that a Christian will grow by osmosis. You know what osmosis is? Hindi ko alam eh. Pero hindi, osmosis about, you know, self-betterment, being self-founded, you grow by yourself. No, you can't. You can only grow by the grace of Jesus Christ, by the grace of our God. There's only one true foundation. There is only one cornerstone that even though we are weak, we are made strong that because of His love. That whatever storm that may come our way, we sang it a while ago, He is going to be the strength of our lives. And whatever storms that may come our way, He is Lord of all. Your sickness will bow down in the name of Jesus Christ. Your financial lack will bow down in the name of Jesus Christ. And I'm going to tell you, pagkabagong sweldo ka, the God who provided for you nung bago kang sweldo, it's also the God who's going to provide you kahit wala pang sweldo. The God, the God of you when you were healthy is also the God who will heal you when you are in sickness. Why? Because our God is a mighty God. And He is faithful. We we sang it up. Come on, give God praise. Come on, give God praise. He deserves all the praise. You know what, a while ago, we said, Great are you, Lord, over all. We will declare, Lord, you are faithful. That's actually a verse. You know, the great God, the great God who can do anything, the omniscient, omnipotent, all-knowing, Sovereign, mighty God, the God, 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 who is so great, is faithful to you and me. The transcendent, metaphysical God cares about you and me. Question, or rather, I would like to mention that Christ is only the true foundation. For 16 weeks, we, we, have been, we have been talking about the Sermon on the Mount. The Lord Jesus is telling us, be salt and light of the earth. Do not murder. Do not swear. Love your enemies. 
pray always. Don't lay up treasures. Don't idolize your treasures here on earth. Do not worry. Do not judge. I'm telling you, there is only one gate, that narrow gate. Sa we we spoke about this last week. The truth about this it is that I'll tell you something. He, Jesus was talking the perspective of of uh, his audience was the disciple were the, the, the disciples. In truth, there is no wide gates. There is only one gate. But the, the thing is, we made a lot of gates that it became so wide. But there is only one gate, and that is our Lord Jesus Christ, because He is the way, the truth, the life, and in Him everything holds together. You know what? Just the same. Just the same than when Jesus was uh, uh, finished uh, talking and uh, uh, preaching the Sermon on the Mount. All the disciples were astonished because of the authority. He was not conveying something. It, it, there was not, it's not a message that's coming from somebody. He is the living Word Himself. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was God. And He dwelt among us. Christ is the foundation. His sovereignty is His authority. His authority is His sovereignty. How vast, how big is the authority of our Lord Jesus Christ? I'm telling you. Matthew 28, 18 says, All authority in heaven and and on earth has been given to me. God has authority in your life. In whatever storm, whatever situation that you are at, He has full authority. The question is, will, will you cling on to the author of your life? Romans 9.16 I just want to keep on giving you some encouragements right direct from the word of God Romans 9.16 says it does not therefore depend on human desire or effort but on God's mercy and that mercy was shown in the cross 2,000 years ago when Christ died for every sin, every financial lack, for every relationship, for all the things that's happening in your life. That you can say that whatever situation that's happening in my life, I can enter His case with thanksgiving in my heart. Why? Because it doesn't really matter what, what my situation is. Me giving thanksgiving to God is not circumstantial. It is positional. Why? Because I have become, He adopted me as son, a son of God. He, he invited me to His family. I'm not a co-superstar, but I thank God because He called me a co-heir of Christ. Oh, man. Can you give God a praise for that? What more can you do? But the question is, we go back to the question, can we do it? If we would like to have our Lord Jesus Christ as a foundation of our lives, it starts by having a relationship with Him. It starts by having an active 
relationship. Meaning to say, you have to have a continuous encounter with Christ. You have to have a continuous preaching of the gospel to yourself. As much as you preach the gospel to, to, to other people, you, we preach the gospel to ourselves as well. We realize the depth of our sins. But you know what? Greater is the love of our God. And He's waiting for you. Apparently, baka nga napagod ka na eh. Kasi nakakapagod na. Dami nangyayari sa buhay. Sa, tagal ka lang Christian, tapos nag-backslide ka na. Kung baka nga hindi mo alam, nag-backslide ka na eh. Hinahantay tayo ng Panginoon. O baka mamaya, first time pala natin dito. Tapos ano ba itong, ba't ganito dito sa church na ito? Ang saya-saya. Or lahat sila nagkakantahan, may banda, etc. Actually, hindi po aksidente na napunta kayo rito. Yung salita ng Panginoon, kumakatok na. Kumatok-tok, kumakatok na sa dibdib, sa puso natin. Can we do it? In Christ we can. He is the only one who holds all things together. He is the only true cornerstone. Jesus, period, no one else. He is enough. I'd like to ask everybody to bow down their heads and close their eyes. No one looking around. If you are this person who needs Jesus Christ, actually, every one of us really need to have Jesus Christ as our firm and strong foundation, the cornerstone of our lives. And it starts with a relationship. If this is you, maybe you want to go back to God already. Or maybe you don't have any relationship yet with God. God is asking you to come to Him right now. Today is the day of salvation. Tomorrow may be too late. This is between you and God, not between you and your seatmate. So with nobody looking around, everybody close your eyes, nobody looking around. If you are this person, I'd like you, I'd like to request you to raise your hand slowly up high right now. If you want to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord Savior. Yes. If you're raising your hand right now, just keep on raising, uh, raising it. And follow this prayer after me. In fact, why don't we all join them? Lord Jesus, I admit that I am a sinner. And I need a Savior. God, forgive me of all my sins. Forgive me of all my idols. God, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. And I believe that you rose from the dead. Thank you for accepting me to your family. From this time on, You are going to be my foundation. 
I worship you today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Woo. Praise God.